Welcome to today's episode. I'm Kelby, and today we're going to talk to Heather Stanley. And if you're in Northern Colorado, you have probably heard about her. She does some amazing work. Um, so we're excited to talk to her today. Today's sponsor um, is Teal Daisy Designs, and you can find them online at www.tealdaisy.com or on Facebook at Teal Daisy and on Instagram at Teal Daisy Designs. They do some unique personalized designs to make you laugh. They have lots of mama designs, twin mama designs, all of that fun stuff. So definitely go check them out. Um, so let's go ahead and get to Heather. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll get going. Yay. Hi. Thanks again, Kelby, for having me. Um, it's nice to connect with you. So I, my name is Heather Stanley and I am a holistic birth and postpartum doula, a certified massage therapist of 20 years. Um, I've been doing my doula work for 20 years as well. Um, a spinning babies aware body work practitioner, a birthing from within childbirth class mentor, and I am a mom. Got a whole list of goodies. <laughs> yes. Well, when you've been doing stuff like this for 20 years and you want to keep helping moms, you just yep. keep adding way more to the, yeah, to the mix. So yeah. What got you um, into the birth world? Um, I just, I think what it is, is really wanting to, you know, have a good life myself as a woman and then realizing that all of us women need to have, um, support and having a good life where we feel loved and we feel supported and we feel nurtured. And it just, it started early. I mean, I started my profession 20 years ago, so I was four, 27 at the time. And, um, and I just, I, I love helping women to um, love and appreciate themselves and their bodies. They do so much for all of us in the world. And I want to help bring them to a place um, within themselves that feels love and feels home. And, um, and so to, to help them do that, in my opinion, not only helps them love themselves, helps them to enjoy and celebrate labor, and then helps them to recover more. Um, so that's why I do what I do. Women, I love them. That's incredible. Yay. I love that you got into it so young and now here you are just continuing to add things and it's just awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, tell us like a little bit of an overview about kind of what your <clears throat> normal appointments would look like. Okay. So, um, so right now the biggest work that I do is my, um, my, my, pregnancy preparation, massage and body work sessions. So my two hour session is the most common session that people come for. Um, and so what we do in that session is we take that two hours to um, create a foundation for how to have a more balanced, open body so that baby can get into the best position and so that moms can actually feel good in their pregnancies too. Because if moms don't feel good, there is some dysfunction, there is some imbalance somewhere. Right. And, um, and so I start out with doing some work in terms of, um, you know, posture and, um, you know, how to use your sits bones properly, why it's important to stay off the sacred sacrum because it's a trap door that opens when the baby is coming out and just how to really take back the wisdom of what our bodies need in order to be happy. Um, because couches and cars and sitting has taken us away from, um, really moving our bodies correctly. And we need to get back to that and we need to 
whip that couch into shape the way we need it to be for us and not just, you know, conform into what it's telling us to do mm -hmm. because it's messing a lot of people's bodies up. So, um, so yeah, so we start with just going over a lot of, um, postural things, um, hydration things. Most people are high dehydrated. So I help um, people to immediately get that hydration going so that their tissues can expand and form, um, around their, their baby and their body better. And, um, and then ask a little bit about any traumas or any, um, any difficulties that life has brought recently um, or any fears um, leading into labor or even postpartum recovery. So, so we have a teeny little chat about those things um, as well as anything else that's going on in the pregnancy that might be difficult um, or undesired at this point, um, as well as any baby positioning that they know that might be going on. Mm -hmm. So. So we start there and then we come into the treatment room and we do a long, um, you know, hour and a half plus um, body work session. And um, I have so many things that I do in that session. Um, but I basically just kind of read the body and see where tension might be holding. But um, I take great care in making sure that moms are okay with all of my touch um, because I have to go all over, all up top, bottom sides of the pelvis um, and just make sure that, you know, everything connecting to the pelvic diaphragm, which people call the pelvic floor, but I call it a diaphragm because it's supposed okay. to breathe and move. And we want it to breathe and move in order to let a baby come out and in order to come back to holding space for you again after the baby um, has come. Um, but it is technically a diaphragm, just the same as your respiratory diaphragm and um, the um, diaphragm um, here and in your head. So we're made of bouncy, um, spongy diaphragm. So anyway, um, so yeah, so then I do a nice long body work session. Some of those things that I do are spinning babies things, um, which release fascia um, or release and work on the round ligaments. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, before we are pregnant, our, our uteruses are about the size of a walnut. And those little round ligaments are connected to the walnut size uterus, as well as um, closely connected into the pubic bone. So when that uterus grows so big, those round ligaments go with it. And those round ligaments can be, you know, a foot long. And so many people, you know, just treat round ligaments by pushing their fingers in and pushing on one little spot, which, yay, that could be helpful, but most of the time it's not um, as helpful as you would want it to because that round ligament can be burrowed into the psoas tissue, um, into the intestinal um, area, into the broad ligament. So sometimes it takes me a half an hour to work a round ligament on one side of the pelvic body. Mm -hmm. um, and so just being specialized in working the round ligaments from top to bottom um, as well as the psoas tissue and as well as the inguinal ligaments and the respiratory diaphragm because the rib cage expands a lot in pregnancy. So getting that diaphragm to be able to expand and soften so that we can breathe into that rib cage area too, which helps a lot with protecting us from diastasis recti symptoms. So, I mean, that's why I see my clients for two hours because right. I do so many things to educate quickly and easily to help encourage expansion. Um, and then I also, you know, um, so most of my work that I do with my clients is on their back. 
Um, I do use a really thick cushion pad, which makes it easy for the vena cava to not be compressed on, which is what creates a lot of like wooziness or mm-hmm. lightheadedness. Um, so most of my moms don't have that issue when they're with me, but, um, I, you know, do a lot of work when they're face up. Um, you know, I do work on their pecs and open this up because everything is pulling forward. Um, I do a lot of work um, on their sacrum while they're face up, um, their pubic bone, their adductor, which is their internal or their, um, the muscles um, in the uh, medial parts of their legs. So I do a lot of that and then I put them on their sides and I work their pelvises from a side angle as well too. And into a lot of those pelvic diaphragm muscles and ligaments and tendons that also connect into the coccyx and the sacrum. And Mm -hmm. so it's a very thorough session that is so much different than any massage you've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I connect with all of the important pieces that actually help to open and create space and relieve tension and pain in the, in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and then once we're done with that, then I give my clients five stretches to do that help to open and balance all five sides of the pelvis, top, bottom, front, back. Um, And so um, they actually can now expand all parts of those, um, those, um, those parts of the pelvis. So, so anyway, but yeah, I mean, we kind of go through the gamut with um, getting their bodies set up and ready. And now they have homework to take home. And um, Mm -hmm. so many labors and pregnancies have gotten so much better. Yeah, it's been amazing. I think that it's great that not only do you do so much of the physical work, but that you tap into their traumas and their fears. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that a lot of women realize just how big of a part that those can play in your labor. And even if it's not maybe a trauma or a fear that they recognize that they have, but then talking through it, realize it, it can come up in so many ways in labor. Absolutely. Incredible to watch. Yeah. So, I mean, I ask that question in their preliminary intake, but I'm very intuitive and I am very in touch with my own emotions and as a life coach, that's another thing that I am. I'm a life coach. (laughs) Um, Just being able to, um, to, I'm not afraid of fears. I'm not afraid of opening that can of worms per se, because that can of worms is us and it's gotten us to where we are right now in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it always has a beautiful message for us. And if we can come in and nurture it and love it and, 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 honor it for being what it has been and then share it and talk with somebody like me about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it can open up and shift so quickly and then boom, it's just completely released. Um, I had a a doula. uh, I have a doula that sends a lot of her moms to me. Um, because all of her moms are having shorter labors now. Yay! <laughs> so she, but I had a client that she came twice in her pregnancy. And the second time we had a huge talk about um, several emotions that she was going through with, you know, just not knowing if she can do it. And she's really kind of scared about the labor process. And so we went through some of those things, which is easy for me because I've been a doula for so long as well. Right. But um she left just singing and hugging me and just feeling so much different. She was like a foot off the ground. Anyway, this doula, um, I found out that she was racing to the labor um, a week later. And because the mom was birthing so quickly that she was like driving at 10 centimeters to try to get to that birth. Yep. My mom. So to help them to be free, 
as well as knowing that a lot of those emotions can get stuck and trapped in the tissues because if they're still there in our thoughts and our memories, they have to be connected to physicality. And this is the physicality. So, um, so while I'm working or while I'm having them rock their body while I'm working on, you know, one of the most emotional parts of our body, which is maybe the psoas tissue, um, we talk and we breathe and we love and we open up some of those emotions there. Um, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing them the service that they really, really need and are um, really wanting to change. And I do it very gently and very simply as well. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Big part of it. Yeah. yeah. Tears are welcomed here. In fact, my <laughs> yeah. clients call my room the womb room um, because it's got so much magic and it's so healing. That's one reason that I work out of my home mm-hmm. is because it's just such a beautiful, calming, peaceful space that I am the boss of. And so I just have created this really warm, welcoming area for people to come and um, for moms to come and just be themselves and to know that they'll be loved and nurtured the whole time they're here. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yay. Um, so uh, it's talked a lot about, um, a baby that's in an optimal position. Yes. Can you kind of explain to our listeners what that actually means and why that's something that's important? Absolutely. So an optimal position for a baby is one that supports them to actually get into the inlet of the pelvis, move through the mid pelvis, and then come through the outlet and come into the world um, with as much ease as possible. Um, So the easiest way that babies do get here um, usually means that they are head down, um, that their chin is tucked, and that they are on the left side of um, mom's womb. So, um, so when a baby is lined up like that, then they just kind of, you know, move and rotate through and come out. When a baby is not optimally lined up, um, the baby is supposedly too big sometimes is what they're saying. I mean, because that's usually because the baby's chin isn't tucked. So when a baby's chin is tucked, then this part of their head presents Um, coming through the birth canal. When a baby's chin is not tucked, sometimes this big, huge part is presenting or this part or this part. And we really need to get that chin tucked for that baby. So, um, so creating that space, the baby knows that that's where they want to be and what they want um, to do with their chin, but we have to constantly give them that opportunity. So some of the things that I teach moms to do as well before they leave are going to, you know, create that space, create that, um, you know, that backwards gravity so that babies can then re-nestle themselves into the pelvis and the womb space. Um, and the left side is um, a better side to be on just because the right side of the uterus has a little um, notch in it. Let's see, a notch in it, um, which babies still can come out no problem on the right side, but their head tends to extend more when they're coming down on the right side than flex as they do um, so easily when they round the corner on the left side. So, so optimal position. We want babies there because then labors can be easier and shorter. And what I've learned over time is labors are supposed to be easier and shorter than they are for most women. We are not really supposed to be having these one, two, three day long labors. You know, we're supposed to be having, you know, basically anything from one to, you know, 
15, 18 hours in labor. Right. And um, that's part of why I started doing this. I'm like, why are women having two and three day labors? And yeah. why aren't these babies just like coming out easier? This just seems crazy. And what I realized is it was crazy. But, um, and I thought, well, maybe it's emotions. Well, I do emotional work with all my clients. So I don't know how that could be. And then I realized it's structural. Yeah. You know, from the beginning of time, women, you know, cave women, they were standing, they were squatting, they were walking and moving all over the place. They weren't lounging on couches and cars. Um, they were sitting on their sits bones because those two bony prominences were, you know, the best ways to sit on rocks or to sit in the dirt or whatever. And so when we get back to more of that way, then we have a more successful body posture because those women way back in the beginning, they're the ones that brought this population here. And if we relied on this time and space to bring our population, we wouldn't have one for the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we have so many medical necess necessities in our birth world right now, and it's not supposed to be that way. So when the cave woman came to my head one day and I'm like, oh, standing, squatting, walking, this is amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, and really just being able to release that emotion, being outside, being able to connect with yourself because you're constantly working for you. Mm -hmm. That's what so many women have done for the thousands of years. And we need to get back to that. Right. So when we do those things, um, then we have a more optimal positioned baby, but at the same time, um, you know, horseback riding, ice skating, um, snowboarding. A lot of um, women have experienced traumas in their pelvises, um, sexual abuse, um, so many things, um, digestive issues because of food allergies and um, foods that just are not working right in our bodies. All of those things can create tension and that's where I come in. So I actually soften all of that and realign and recalibrate everything and then get you to start having a better posture. And now you're set up for success. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, what is one of your best tips to give moms at home to create that space for baby to get into that optimal position? Um, posture. Posture. Really like, you know, that whole, you know, sit up straight. Um, that is so true, but sitting up straight, what that really means is sitting on your sits bones knees below your hips and no hammocking with your back, which is the slouching thing on the couch at night. Not only does it, when I see that and then I correct it, all of a sudden their back pain goes away. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all of a sudden baby is easier um, positioned or can get into a better position. So when your pelvis sits anteriorly, which is what it's sitting at mostly when you are sitting straight and on your sits bones, when you are slouching on the couch, your pelvis goes posterior and that pelvis posterior creates a more posterior positioned baby as well as breach and transverse babies. So yeah. it has so much to do with us taking control back and going, all right, couch, I'm going to give six pillows behind me and I'm still going to be comfortable, but I'm going to make sure this works for me. Yeah. So if, if women could just start paying attention to their bodies and making sure that they're still sitting up straight with 
loving support behind them so they can still relax at the end of a day, mm -hmm. sitting on the floor with their backs up against the couch, um, then we're going to have um, a lot more bodies that feel better and a lot less posterior babies. Yeah, absolutely. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, so we've kind of talked about birth and labor. Um, let's go into postpartum um, and postpartum recovery. Yeah. So how, what are your best tips for moms in postpartum period right now? Um, to come and see me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my body work actually helps to put all of the organs back together. Um, our 26 feet of intestines gets pushed up underneath or near our rib cage when we're pregnant. So to get all of those intestines to come back down into their normal spaces to help get the bladder and the uterus to separate just a little bit, because a lot of times that bladder gets pushed over to the left when the baby's head's coming out um, to just help them to be able to process their birth a little bit and be able to talk to somebody while I am working on those tissues. Um, so yes, my work is huge for postpartum recovery. And then we can talk about doing kegels, which I didn't mention, don't do kegels in pregnancy. Um, we do not want to strengthen a bunch of most likely imbalanced pelvic diaphragm, but we also want to soften and loosen that space mm -hmm. to get a baby to come out. We do want to possibly, you know, strengthen that after labor. But if you just start doing a bunch of kegels and your pelvic diaphragm is off, then you're going to strengthen this side and this side's still going to be, you know, really soft and weak. Right. So I help to balance all of that back up and then teach you how to do a nice, um, you know, even kegel so that it works better for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but once again, for postpartum, um, my biggest thing is, is posture. Once again, how many moms are like, Oh, got to nurse the baby. And then they just kind of slump back into the bed and just yep. do anything to get the baby nursed. And then their backs are just swayed and they're just like, I'm having so much back pain. And then they're even more emotional and more right. sad. And they're just so like, oh, I don't know what else to do. Absolutely. Start getting your body better. So you just make sure that that rocking chair that you are nursing in has pillows on the seat and pillows behind so that you are in an optimal position. Um, so that that bed is not just like one of those like soft beds that you squish and fall into. You've got to make it so that wherever you nurse that baby is going to be an optimal place for you to have good posture. Yeah. And then yeah. once you look down and enjoy your baby, then looking back up, breathing and just enjoying this time. Because even if you feel ready to get out of the house and go run errands and whatever, that six week postpartum period is so important for that baby to actually open up its nervous system to the world. And that baby is not ready to go out into the world and to have mom out in the world. Because when you go out there, you bring back a lot of chaos mm -hmm. and a lot of tension with you. So please moms be at home for six weeks, unless you're coming to see me, unless you're going to see a care provider, right. but take this time to nourish yourself and to bond with your baby because your baby needs to learn how to be on this earth through you being present with it. So it can hear your lungs. It can hear your heart beating. So stay at home for that six weeks, be cozy and nurturing and loving with yourself and your baby and continue that good posture and three meals a day plus snacks and lots of good filtered water. Yes. 
I totally agree. <laughs> There's my <Thank> one suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Success. There's so many different avenues, but there are, there are yeah. some really important things. And I talk about all of those things when my moms come for their postpartum sessions, you know, just briefly, but a lot of them are missing several of those right. keys. Yeah. And it's easy to miss those. So it's nice to have somebody tell you kind of, you need to be eating three times. You need to have snacks. You need to be doing all of this. Mm -hmm. Nice to have that reminder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you wanted to talk about your more milk massages. Oh, sure. Um, so in postpartum, um, one of the things that I specialize in is helping moms to actually, um, encourage milk production. Um, for one, um, my massage and my lymphatic work is so great with actually helping the flow in the lymph underneath the armpit, you know, just um, everywhere in the neck. There are so many lymph um, in the breast area. Um, just getting the liver and the stomach realigned after birth and getting the rib cage rebalanced can also set the breast free a little bit more so they can move and flow better. Um, helping a little bit with the emotions and helping us to be able to flow and feel better with that. And then I also use specific essential oils that actually encourage milk production, as well as I use um, a conglomeration of mother love um, um, herbal supplements um, because there are different ones for different um, different things. You know, like if a mom has thyroid issues, you don't want to use specific ones. Um, if a mom's breast did not grow very much in her pregnancy, then you want to use specific ones. So I specialize in helping moms to kind of put a little package together, but I just helped a mom who had had mastitis and was having a little bit less um, milk supply because she had a little bit of infection. Um, and, um, and she said that um, the tincture that I gave her and the, um, the, the whole body massage, but specifically focusing on the, the breast tissue and the lymph and everything, she was like, oh my gosh, it changed everything. It totally helped. So, um, you know, it doesn't take very long, but those specific little things just to get moms back on track can be amazing and helpful as well as once again, th that emotional piece and allowing them right. to express that here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to mention or? Um, let's see. I have started a sacred pregnancy dance yoga class. Mm -hmm. Um, it is different than your typical yoga class because it incorporates all of the smart postural things that I'm doing. Um, I love prenatal yoga and I love the teachers that are committed to teaching it. But a lot of times moms have issues with symphysis pubic dysfunction or a lot of women get diastasis recti to different levels, but you know, it's just really good to know what we could be doing to help that to, um, you know, to be as less as possible. Um, I also, in that dance yoga, it's an hour and a half and it's once a month, but it just helps women to, to love their bodies more, to feel more connected to themselves. Um, there's a teeny bit of sharing, but mostly it's just about you being there for yourself and being supported by other women. Um, so it's a very amazing class that I have spent hours putting together. So it is just so much more. I mean, I, I want women to walk out of that class, um, you know, 
weeping from their heart with happiness, feeling love for themselves. And then that gets to go to their baby growing inside of them. So that is um, a class that I'm offering right now. You can find it through me or it is um, on the Be Free Healing website, which is a brand new yoga um, healing center in Fort Collins. Um, So that is definitely something that I'm doing. Um, And I'm also teaching a... um, a uh, walking to three years old um, baby massage and yoga class. Mm -hmm. So um, that is wonderful. It's amazing how quickly these little babies um, pick up um, yoga. Yeah. Um, The other thing, and I'm going to turn my, my, uh, my camera around here. The other thing that I am now offering. So this took me um, 20 years to do, but um. I never really liked um, face down pregnancy massage. Um, The uterus has so many different ligaments that can get compressed. The baby can get compressed. And there are so many um, systems out there that are one size and they really just don't support a mom correctly and you can't change it very easily. So um, I don't know if you can see this here, but I have um, just invested in the Cadillac of face down systems. Yeah. So moms, you can come and get down on my table, face down that is, and um, and I am incorporating that in my two hour sessions as well, just so that they can feel that relief of being face down. Yeah, Even though I think- my moms love my three inch pad and they love um, the feeling of what they get when they're here. But now I'm going to give them that relief of being able to be face down, knowing that the baby and mom's ligaments and body is not going to get harmed in the process. Right. I think I saw you post a picture of that the other day, maybe. Oh, and cool. I did yep, on a mom's yep. group. Yeah, um, I saw that. Like that. It was really cool. It looks yeah, cool. but I'm just so excited to be offering that so that, you know, we can have that that feeling, but in the safest way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if you could give um, one piece of advice to new parents, soon-to-be new parents, what's your best advice? You know, the first thing that comes to me is really, really, really remember that we have been having babies for thousands and thousands of years. And so trust in this process and the way that we trust in the process too is by using our normal natural coping skills, which gets you through the hardest things in life, which is breathing, which is moving, which is vocalizing, which is nourishing yourself. So love yourself first more than your baby, more than your partner, because that self-love will then not only make you feel good, which is the point of being on this earth, but then it will also cascade into your family. So seriously, find yeah. things that make you feel good inside of yourself. And, um, and if you have a hard time doing that, then seek out somebody like me um, that can help you to get back into that space again. Um, but once again, we've been doing this for thousands of years. It obviously works. Yep. So babies yep. live and mommy's birth, mm-hmm. but um, you being connected to it and loving the process is definitely um, something that I, I love to see women have. So yeah, that's great advice. Yay. Do you have um, any resources that you want to share with listeners? Any what sources? Resources, yep. Um, 
I mean, I'm always just a fan of spinning babies in general. Um, a lot of people do have um, a lot of questions and they're not really sure how to do a lot of the things on spinning babies. I actually, um, I've had over 80 plus hours of training with spinning babies. So I know how to do everything to the T. And so, um, so if you find that you are liking spinning babies, but you're not quite sure, then please come and let me know and I will help you. Um, always have a doula, always have a wonderful doula. Don't just go with the cheapest doula, go with the doula that feels right for you and then pray that it's all going to work out because it will. So make sure that you take care of yourselves in your pregnancy and, you know, have a wonderful doula that you feel connected to. Um, and, um, and just always trust and know that your body is made to do this. And that fear is um, something that drives us to connect with ourselves, not that hurts us and, um, and puts us into a deathly place in labor, because for the most part, um, it's just a beautiful thing to help us to, yeah. to move into places that are, um, that we're supposed to, or to get our leg up so the baby's head can move a little exactly. bit, or um, to help you to moan and release a little bit of tension. Yep. Um, so anyway, but yes, we have a wonderful birthing community um, in, in our surrounding area, and so welcome, Kelby. I'm so glad that you're here too. So, you know, talk to Kelby about doula service, um, and you know, just you know, just make sure that you do prepare during this time of your lives because even though childbirth is natural and normal, um, we have a lot of things that make it more difficult because of um, you know, because of all of these comforts that we have in our lives, and we have to undo some of those things in order for our bodies to feel better and to be more lined up. It's just the way that it is. So mm -hmm. preparation in pregnancy is key and that will set you up for your labor. Your your amazing labor will then set you up for a better postpartum. So start now and do the work and enjoy yourselves because um, it'll make, it'll pay off in the long run. So preparation's the key. Yep, absolutely. Where can um, listeners find you? Um, my website is lovinghandsbirthandmassage.com. You can also find me um, as Heather Stanley on Facebook. Um, Facebook, I also have a, um, a page, um, Loving Hands Whole Body Health. Um, and you can also find me at BeFreeHealing.com um, for my uh, yoga, yoga classes. My sacred postpartum dance yoga is coming in the next month or two as well. So okay. anybody who's had a baby, no matter if you're, you know, a month postpartum or you're 20 years postpartum, this class will be for you. <laughs> awesome. Sounds yeah. good. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Heather. I know I learned a lot and I'm Yay. sure listeners will My learn pleasure. a pleasure. Anytime. I am here committed. Um, I do, I walk the walk. So yeah. everything that I'm telling you all, I do for myself. And I honestly spend a lot of time just doing self-care for me because the happier I am and the, you know, the healthier I am, the better I am for all my clients and all, all the people awesome. in my life. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. If you're in Northern Colorado, I highly, highly, highly suggest coming to see and talk to Heather. Um, thank you to today's sponsor, Teal Daisy Designs at www.tealdaisydesigns.com. And we will see you next week. Thank you, Heather. Yay. Thank you so much, Kelby. I appreciate what you do. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. 
For a list of our sponsors and resources talked about in today's episode or would like more information on my online birth classes, please visit my website, www.talkbirthytomepodcast.com. If you liked today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Or to connect with me and stay up to date on new weekly episodes, you can follow me on all social media at talkbirthytome.podcast or at Mommy Moda and Court. I truly appreciate your support and we will see you next week. You're listening to Talk Birthy to Me, the podcast. I'm your host, Kelby Prop, and I'm creating a space to talk about infertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and motherhood. Tune in to hear guest interviews and real life experiences from real moms.